Welcome to the first edition of the Fair City Wrestling Podcast. I am your host with the most. I am the Natural 20 Duke Canning and with me today is my partner in crime, my big gamer bro, the North Star himself, Nathan North. How's it going? Hey, not bad, not bad. By the way, um, quickly, you just you forgot a very, very, um, very pivotal thing about that. Um, I we're also, so. yeah, yeah, no, um, we're also the the new FCW tag team champions, of the Natural Twenty and the North Star. <laughs> just in case anybody wasn't aware. Of course, how can how can I forgot about that? I mean, like I've got the belt like sitting on the shelf. It's uh it's shining the light around my room. It's uh it's really nice, I'm not gonna lie. How's uh, how's your belt, Nathan? It's it's good. I mean I, I had to get it cleaned up because I don't know what Redgate were doing with it, but it's it's looking good now. Oh yeah, no, that that my, my belt went through several uh strippings of debt all. I'm I'm not taking any chances whatsoever with those creepy goths. Um but yeah, so I have been asked to start this little podcast so that we can keep up to date with all things Fair City Wrestling, uh, the premier promotion on Tayside. And we are going to be going over the card for their show on the 26th of May. That card is looking stacked. I have it in front of me, and yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. God, I'm not on it. I would have loved to have been defending those big shiny tag team championship belts on there. I but mean, yeah, yeah, you've got a point there. Like it would, it'd be nice to be on the show. It'd be nice to you know get to show it off to the crowds and uh, have somebody come out and show us if they've got what it takes to take the belts. I don't think that they would, but maybe that's you know maybe that's why we we've been kept off. Maybe they're looking for somebody appropriate. Uh, to come and face us, and they just haven't found someone yet. So, but hey, we can we can have a little it is bit what of it fun. Is. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah, we can, it is what it is. Uh, but I'm sure we can have a little bit of fun uh, that night as well. Um, I have been asked by the commissioner if we'd be interested in maybe doing commentary that night. Would that be something you'd be up for? Well, I haven't I haven't done that before, but I mean, I'm I'm never one to say no. Let's <laughs> let's that would be that could be fun. Hey, I mean, come on. We, we've we've seen your streams. Like you've, uh, you can talk, <laughs> you can comment. We can get a couple of brewskis on the go. As long as, uh, as long as <laughs> our colleague is no is okay with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that'll all be fine. <sighs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So before we get into the card, um, let's talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, as you know, anybody who's been watching FCW knows that we are well. Nathan North and Duke Cannon game on. Uh, as I said before, the inaugural, uh, not the inaugural. We should have been the inaugural tag team champs. We should have been, yeah. That's. Um, but we can get into that later. Yeah, yeah, we can discuss that a little bit uh, later on. Uh, but yeah, let's um, get into uh, a little bit about yourself. So, when did uh, when did you start to wrestle? When did this great journey start for yourself? Uh. <laughs> Started in, I believe, 2015, if I'm correct. I think that was the first we went to training. That was the first time I went to training. And 2016 is when I debuted officially. 
if I remember correctly. Yeah, so that's a, a good solid, would that be eight years of my maths correct? Yeah, I believe so. It was up north uh, for WrestleZone. Nice. I was training up there. Nice, and uh, we've seen that you've been picking up some gigs up and down Scotland as well. It's uh, It's been a hell of a journey for yourself. I'm not going to lie, when um, Commissioner Williams came up to me and suggested this tag team i was i was a little bit apprehensive since yeah you know, wait i knew that you were experienced but i was also thinking like i'm quite new is this how we're going to gel together but i know I, mean, I think we found like a, a pretty good rhythm so i'm i'm really happy to be in a team with you man yeah no it was it was rocky to begin with um i think that's for sure we we kind of came together as um two people who just had a common common love for uh for similar things gaming being one of them and uh but no we've we've definitely been finding a rhythm that's that's for sure no, it's been a it's definitely been an interesting uh, an interesting journey up to this point. But um, I've got some questions for yourself. Um, don't worry, we're not going to be probing into your personal life. Uh, it's just a few quick things that I'm going to start asking all of the guests that we have on the show as a little sort of quick fire interview before we get into the nitty gritty of the card itself. So, sure. Uh, first question I want to ask you is if you were stuck on a desert island and you could take one wrestling pay-per-view onto the desert island to watch over and over again to infinitely entertain you, what would it be? I mean, why I'm stuck on a desert island with working electricity, a video recorder, and and a TV that works is is one thing in itself. It's like the island from Lost. It's just weird <laughs> stuff happens there and you just kind of We just accept- don't question it. It just happens. It just It's like there's no there's no passing planes or ships or any way to signal to get off this island. But there's a VHS tape. Like there's a VHS set. So you can you can watch a old like an old all Japan pay-per-view to your heart's content. Um okay um but no back to the question. I think honestly it's so it's tough. I think for me, what comes to my head instantly, it's a toss-up between either Rumble 2001 or Mania 17 or X7, however you, whatever you call that pay-per-view, um, because they are just, from from top to bottom, they're, they're just amazing. Like, every match on it has, uh, it's just exciting. Like, it's, it's, Rare, I think, more and more where every card, uh, where every match on a card, on a big pay-per-view like that, gets the same crowd reactions, gets the same emotions flowing. Don't get me wrong, they all have one or two amazing ones, but then there's uh, then there's always like a down period. In those two, you just feel like you're high the entire time. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, those are two solid picks if, uh, if you were going to be stuck in an island. Uh, and that was going to be your only form of entertainment. Like that's a that's some solid choices right there. I've also just broken your instant rule of I can only pick one. And I've just chosen two, but uh, I mean <laughs> it's one of those two. It's uh, it's okay. You're you're the tag team partner. You get like some added benefits with that. You're a champion as well. You get an extra pick if you're a champion. We'll, we'll establish that. Uh, as a champion's advantage. That's champions that's my advantage. champion's advantage. <laughs> okay, so you can pick two if you're a champion. That's let's go with that. Perfect. Excellent. So, second question I've got for you is, if you could have a tag partner, either fact or fiction, anyone at all, who would it be and why? 
All right, so hold on. Factor. So we're talking like this can be like any made up character and, in the one. Yep, any real been... historical person and any fictional character. If you want to team up with Abraham Lincoln, you can. If you want to team up with Skeletor, you can. Anyone that you want to, anyone you can think of, who do you team up with? I've got to go Spider Man. Okay. I mean, we saw what he did to Bonesaw. First off, <laughs> that has—I mean—that's no secret. He, he destroyed Bonesaw, and secondly, I mean, come on, all he has to do is web them to the mat, and then I just have to cover them. It would be the easy—you'd be the—be the easiest purse to win ever. Okay, I mean that is a—that is a fair point. Um, Doesn't I matter mean, if, if you just rang the bell. I don't get paid by the hour. He just webs them up, and I just pin them, and that's what we call tag team. I mean that is that is fair enough. Uh, I mean he's already got the in ring experience, so exactly you know, we can't like he's been doing it for him. over twenty years. <laughs> he's a vet. He's a goddamn veteran. He is. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean Bonesaw. I mean he's one hell of a, a compare. I mean I'm I'm sure I've seen him for like I'm sure he was wrestling for about twenty years before that. Yeah, I can't remember what his other name was though. Yeah, it's really no. weird. It was a yeah. He looks incredibly, incredibly familiar. But um, yeah, you know, clearly, just... clearly, he hit his best point when he was bones up because <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna annoy so many people. <laughs> Please I mean, sense the sarcasm, audience. Please. <laughs> I mean, I, I did, I did hear that in order to get ready for the role of Bonesaw, uh, Randy Savage actually had a really long wrestling career just to get into that role. That's dedication as an actor. Yeah. Multiple championships. Multiple championships. Multiple championships. Got, got to get into that mindset. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move, let's move swiftly on to question number three. Question number three okay. is, uh, this is a simple one. I think it's one that every wrestler has thought a million times before. Um, if you could have a match with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Uh, probably my favourite of all time, Shawn Michaels. Um, I just think the not only like would it be incredible to work with him because I mean it's it's like it's Shawn Michaels, um, but the amount you would learn while being able to go through it, like the amount you would just learn from him while being in the, in the presence of, of that, like no matter how you come out of it, you're, you're, it would just, Oh, it would be, it would be incredible. Like I can't, I can't express how much I would love to be under that kind of learning tree. I mean, that is, I mean, that is a fair point. I mean, Shawn Michaels is undeniably one of the greatest of all times. He has he can capture the audience in a way that very few wrestlers can even come close to. He can yeah. show every kind of emotion and have the conviction behind each each emotion as well. He's he's a great for a reason. He's absolutely incredible. And yeah, no, that is that's a solid choice, man. That is that's definitely a solid choice. Um to be fair, you could go for you could probably go for most members of DX and have like a really good match. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe Road Dog. Yeah, that's probably still Road Dog. Like he's still, he's yeah, still he can still Jimmy and Jive like nothing else. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a, he certainly can. <laughs> oh, 
Were you actually? Here's a question: Growing up, were you more WWE or WWF at the time, or were you more WCW? Because my like a lot of my introduction was kind of WCW more than WWE. So growing up, we didn't have access. As far as I'm aware, we didn't have as much access to WCW. Um, so me, so I, I got brought up on like wrestling through my brothers. Um, so I always just watched what they watched. Um, and I always, I was basically their life-sized action figure growing up because they were a lot older than I was. Um, and uh, so, uh, so yeah, most of the time it was just, um, it was just WWE. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. If I, like this, this I don't care how embarrassing this sounds. Shawn Michaels has always been my favorite wrestler, even since I was in my nappy singing "I'm a Sexy Boy" in front of like a live audience in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true story. <laughs> I, I bet that got a stand innovation. <laughs> it did. Like, it, it did. My gran wasn't too amused. She wanted to know where I'd been learning such language, but <laughs> but I mean, everybody else thought I was adorable. Not so much now. Now, when you do it at this age, it's creepy, apparently. Well, but... I mean, especially if you're still using the nappy. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got to, you know, make it. Like, <laughs> nostalgia's, <laughs> like, you know. Need to, need to get that, uh, that added hit there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the nostalgia pop, you know? <laughs> so, um, so this is, this is a question of, uh, I always think is quite interesting to ask people, and it's, if you weren't pursuing wrestling, what profession would you like to try? Oh, that's a good one. Um, something, and I don't even know really why. At, growing up, I always had this thing where I wanted to be a part of the like the police or like a, an agent or something along those lines. That was always something I really like wanted to kind of pursue. Um. Uh, to the point where even when I left school, I was like, my initial thought was, okay, how can I join some sort of like, what what can I do to take any kind of police exam? Or is there like a police academy kicking about? And I really, like, I would ask police officers that I would see, um, obviously not like just randomly in the street, but uh, whenever like there was visits to school and stuff, when I was still there, it was always something I was really curious about. Couldn't tell you why, because it's... I just, yeah, I've always just had a really fascination with that. So, uh, what about technical difficulties there? Hence the uh, little cut. But, uh, right, so let's get back on track with your final question. The final question is, why do you wrestle? Now, this is uh, because we, this is an industry that is really hard going. You can see a lot of people come in, give it a try, and then realize it's not for them which is fair it's it's hard but what's the thing that keeps you going through wrestling Uh, honestly it's just no matter what other kind of career path i wanted to pursue since since before i can even remember it was just always something i knew i had to do um and then you're right. It's some people get into it and realize it's a lot tougher than they thought, or or it's a lot harder hitting, or they they didn't really anticipate like the the schedule or or things like that. And for whatever reason, they don't want part of it. They want to remain a fan, which, like you say, is completely uh, completely reasonable. For me, it was like the polar opposite. Once I got into it, and especially the first time you step in that ring. 
you just, it just felt right. And I just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't say no to it at that point. Uh, that's, I mean, that is, uh, that is definitely fair. Like, I, I get what you mean by when you say that it feels right to be in the ring. I mean, it's, there is just something about being in front of that live audience and yeah, being inside, like being inside the ring, hearing everybody feeling the emotion of everyone in the room. It's just, it's electrifying. It's absolutely yeah. electrifying. Like I've said it before. It's because I've had, I've had just friends, people who aren't involved in wrestling whatsoever and family say to me, like, does that not hurt? Like, what are you like? Are you, are you crazy? And I mean, yes, everything in there hurts, but the adrenaline, when you've got all those, like the fans that have paid to watch and come and see you wrestle, there's no other feeling like it in my experience of life that comes close to that. The, it's just, it, it, yeah, I can't put it into words. It's amazing. It's, it is absolutely amazing. And like, it's, I mean, it's part of the reason why I come back month after month to do it all again. Well, so sometimes when you put it like that, sometimes it's not too bad to have a month off. But no, I I wouldn't <laughs> trade it for the world. Honestly, I wouldn't. It's, it's, it's one of the best feelings in the world. And if I could bottle it and sell it, I would. Because if anyone else came in and experienced it, then they would know why we keep doing what we keep doing. Yeah, it is. It's really, it's it's weird. It's, but, and people always, I know I've got people as well, again, I'll say, but do you not get like nervous or like they don't know if they could go out there and, and perform in front of a live crowd and things. And I still don't to this day know how I do it because I am, I'm, I'm very close. I'm very, I like, I do get super nervous before going out there. But when you, when you go out and lights are on, something just clicks and one deep breath later, it's like, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like you say, if I can bottle it up and give it to somebody and say, take a hit of this, you will feel nothing like it all night long. Then yeah, um, I would. Yeah. And I'd mark it right up because I'm skint, so <laughs> <laughs> your boy uh, needs paid. <laughs> we'll, we'll be uh, we'll, we'll make sure to see if we can synthesize this potion to sell at the next show. We can. It'd be like Space Jam. It'd be Nathan's special stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll speak to the merch team. See if we can get a couple of bottles of that. On, uh... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, if, if if people can charge like ten pounds for Prime, we can charge whatever we want for Nathan's special stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think that this is a good time for us to get into the meat and potatoes of the card for the twenty sixth of May. So, uh, yeah, Commissioner Williams is kindly sent us over the card so that we can have a little look over it. Uh, so the first thing that we're going to discuss today is Omar's birthday bash because did you know that this Do we have to? is going to be on Omar Muhammad's birthday? And unfortunately we do. We are all being subjected to this. Um, for some but reason, why? I mean... But I, like, I want, like, did you get him anything? I'm not one for rumors. Like, I, I, of course, I'm not getting. Him anything. You better, you better not have got him something. Because now I'm gonna look like I'm gonna look bad if I don't get him something. Like, I, look, I haven't got him anything. I mean, like, do you think he would get anything for us? 
Do you think? Well, I know he wouldn't. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, if you got him something, I'd have to get him something. I don't really want to get him something. So, but like, I can't. I can't be the bad guy in the tag team. No, nobody's going to be the bad guy in game on. Okay, like I wasn't going to get him anything. I don't think anyone really wants this to happen. Part of me thinks that this is that Mark Hunter. Uh, I can't even say his name without like getting the book. As yeah, I think that Marcus the Glory Hunter, as he's demanding to be read out in here. Part of me thinks that he's like throwing money behind this. Oh well, at least he's throwing daddy's money behind this. So. I guess, unfortunately, we're all going to have to be subjected to it, but I suppose if it keeps the lights on in the Tully, if it means that we can fund the show, then unfortunately, you sometimes have to get in the bed with the devil, or in this case, throw the devil a birthday bash. But, you know, we will. Uh, I'm sure we'll all survive it. I, hopefully there's cake. Hopefully there's at least some cake. Oh, if there's no cake, that's, I mean... Uh, that would, that would like, be that's enough. Bad. That's the straw that breaks yeah. the camel's back. Are you gonna have a birthday yeah, party and then not give us cake? Birthday bash and I'm not getting. Yeah, if I'm going to this birthday bash and I don't get at least a bit of cake, I'm gonna be sorely disappointed, um, and my evening will be ruined, uh, as a result of which. But you know, we can we can hope we can hope at the very least. Um, but let's look at our first. Um, our Hold first on, wait. Do we, do we get? Do we get? Do, do we? Do we also get champions advantage in cake? Like, do we get a second place? I'm gonna. I'm gonna clear I'm just, that I think that would Commissioner make Williams because I think that that's I think it makes sense. Yeah, I think a hundred percent makes sense that we get a chance to go and you know get that extra bit of cake. I mean, we're we're champions. We're training a lot more. We need the carbs. We need the energy. And I think it's only right, and especially since you know there's two of us. You know, we're we're, we're holding up two belts. That's you know we're gonna need that four slices of cake. Exactly. And then we also need a slice each for the belt. I mean, we can't just can't just let the belt have nothing. Exactly. <laughs> that would be rude of us. Exactly. Like, how do people know that we're champions if we don't have the belts? We have to be good to the belts, and the belts need their slice of cake as well. So, yeah, the the total. Of, I think that I think the total of six slices that we're going to be getting on the twenty sixth is more than fair. That is more than fair. Exactly. I think yeah. so. <laughs> Definitely, but, um, but yeah, let, let's have let's have a look at the first actual match that we have on the card, uh, and that is the matchup of Dicky Divers versus Luke Matthews. Um, now both of these competitors are, I mean, well, well okay, I'm not gonna lie, I do still have some on animosity towards Mister Divers for kicking me in the willy twice in the same match. And I've, have you ever been kicked in the willy twice in rapid succession? Yeah. I have I have been in some of the worst situations in my life, and I would gladly take that again and, you know, not be kicked in the willy twice by Dickie Divers. Um, I hope he keeps yeah, those, those willy kicks to himself as well against uh, Big Luke Matthews. It definitely doesn't sound like um like the the best position that you'd want to be on. You don't you don't want to be on the other end of you know all the well, all the willy kicks. But he's going up against Luke Matthews, who I mean, I mean if he's a never... man who knows how to kick. It's Luke Matthews, exactly. 
So, I mean, I'm just saying, if he's going to kick somebody in the willy, he might not want it to be him, because I don't want to receive a kick back in the willy from Luke Matthews. I feel like we've said willy far too oh, much. Oh, so, yeah. so... It's a PG podcast. We're not, we're not going any further than that. It'll be, uh, we'll all be fine. <laughs> um, just a willy counter on the side. Um, but no, is like in all seriousness, I mean, this... <laughs> all seriousness, this match should be fun. Um, definitely looking I mean, forward to yeah, it. Um, I mean, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't uh, particularly agree with Diver's methods. Um, but I mean, the man's a veteran. He's been doing it for for long enough, and he's 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 been around. Like, uh, like he's very difficult to beat. I mean, I should know. Like, he, he's helped train me. Like, I, <laughs> over my over the course of my career, I, I like, I, yeah. It's it's going to be a very tough matchup uh, for Luke, but in saying that, again, Luke Matthews, um, the guy, the guy's fierce. The guy's a killer. So both competitors in there. I mean, if they can keep it I mean, clean, then yeah, we're looking at a very, very tough, hard hitting matchup. I mean, I think you're, I think you're one hundred percent right there. I think that it's it's like if nothing else. It's going to be watching two professionals try and take each other apart. And sometimes that's like the best thing about wrestling as well, is just watching these two guys who've been, who've done this for years, just learning each other's little things here and there, like learning the little ticks and what makes them sort of go and being able to surgically take them apart as a result. And I, I, I can see that being this kind of match. Um, the, the only thing, thing I'm think... actually kind of interested in. No, on you go. I think I think we're already uh... saying the same thing. Well, I was gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking like, like I think we're on the same wavelength. We're thinking that Dicky Divers isn't going to be the only one that's in that building because I'm on good authority to say that Ian Ambrose is going to be there as well. And I mean, we we've, we've seen how kind of um. What's the word for it? Really not heated. liking each other. Heated, yeah. yeah, heated would be a good word. It's uh, uh, probably better than my explanation, but I think it just says the same way. It's, I, I don't think that we can have them both in the same building and not have something kick off. I mean, that that's just me. I mean, it's just it's, with everything that's happened in the shows recently. It's going to be very interesting to see if uh, if if divers can you know keep his head in the game. And keep his keep his opponent Luke at the forefront of his mind, because Luke's dangerous. You don't want to be thinking about anybody else while in there with him. Uh, and if he's got his mind on Ambrose, then he could be in for a really rough night in more ways than one. I mean, yeah, I think they. I think you're right with that one. It's, I mean, Matthews commands your focus. Like you, you cannot take your eyes off him for two seconds. I mean, he. I did that, and he eliminated me from the Fair City Rumble. Like the guy knows what he's doing. And yeah, I think if if Divers <coughs> takes his eyes off the prize, then that might be the um, you know that that might be the thing that sort of takes him down <laughs> a peg or two. But again, like we might be surprised. We'll uh, we'll just have to see when it comes to the evening of May twenty sixth. Uh, now I having a look in the uh, on the card here, and. <coughs> Uh, it's saying that Caleb Valhalla is going to be in action because, uh, as we know, you and G Mackey 
recently put out a promo saying that he was going to pick Caleb's opponent uh, for this uh, for this show. So, do you do you have any ideas who it could be? You uh, you got any bets? You got any uh, any people you want? It to be? I have no idea. Um, like you and uh, Mackie's just got he's he, he's got a mind on him that I don't know how to follow. So whoever he's thinking of, um, I I, have, I couldn't even begin to step into that like mindset and figure out who he's going after. Um, Caleb, I mean, Caleb's always on his A game. Caleb's a guy that, like, he's not going to, th- this isn't going to intimidate him. Like, he's going to walk in there ready to take on whoever and however many that Ewan throws at him. So I don't know whether to be more worried for Caleb or more worried for this mystery opponent because yeah <laughs> I you can't ever doubt and and uh and dispute the just the raw power of that Viking Caleb Valhalla. I mean yeah I I can't argue with that at all. He is I mean there is there's a reason that he was our champ and I thoroughly believe that if it wasn't for the actions of UNG Mackey and the dastardly trick that he pulled uh, in that fight against Johnny Lyons, it's, you know, it's... If history played out a different way, maybe it would have been, you know, maybe we'd still have Caleb as our champion, but... It's good to see that he's still getting that he's still going for it. As you say, he's got raw power. I he's got the indomitable indomitable spirit. I think that's the word. Indom indominable spirit. Uh, he cannot be conquered. He is a mountain of a man. Yes. He is. He is. He's Caleb Valhalla. Like, what else can you say about him? Like, you look at the man and you just think this is a person who can just sweat rivers and lift boats and eat at half a small town out of house and home in order to lift them as well he's a man of incredible power and yeah I think you're absolutely right whoever UNG Mackey can come up with in his sick and twisted mind is gonna have their work cut out for them yeah I mean think about it like when when Caleb's champion he's the one on the hunt he's he's you know he's the one being hunted sorry now switch that at all. He's the one hunting you. I can think of plenty of other men. I would rather be the one hunting me than Caleb Valhalla. I don't want that man hunting me. I can think of a lot more people who I'd rather have coming after me than Caleb Valhalla. So, uh, yeah, this is going to be one hell of a match. I'm I'm interested to see what's going to be pulled out. Uh, but yeah, let's have a look at the next one in the card. So let's have a look at our first championship match. Um, I will say that these uh, matches are not in any particular order. Uh, I don't know who's going to be coming out when and where. So don't take any of this as to mean that this is going to be the order of the card. You're only going to find out the order of the card if you come along to the show. Uh, I'm just giving out our uh, our expert opinions. Uh, on said card and yeah so we're going to look at our first championship match uh, of this card so far and that is the match of Serena Rose and Molly Spartan and um, Serena is coming back as 
Fair City Wrestling's first ever two-time champion as well. Um, she was the inaugural uh, women's champ uh, until she had to leave for a uh, little while, but she's back and she is back with force carrying that belt because, I mean, there was... There was a time that it was like the women's division was looking a bit chaotic. Like that belt was changing hands so often. I mean, it helps that we have a lot of really talented people on our roster. We've got a lot of really talented women. Um, so that belt was going back and forth, left, right, and center, and nobody knew where it was gonna end up. But yes, Irina has came back and um, kind of restored order to that division a bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, like you say, Serena, she came back um, from injury. She took time off, but we've got to remember, she never actually was pinned for that belt. Like, she never she never lost that belt, technically. Um, she had her helper there, and unfortunately, I mean, didn't is... get the job done. I can't really think of a better opponent to have as her first singles opponent other than Molly Spartan. Like, Molly Spartan is a trailblazer in the Scottish scene right now. Um, Trailblazing yeah. all over the UK. It, it's yeah. kind of... Um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's kind of amazing that this is going to... And it's going to be a real test for Serena as well. Like, I can tell that Serena wouldn't want a walk in the park. Like, she would want a challenge. And I think that this is a fantastic challenge to present her to show that she really does deserve to carry that belt. 100%. I mean, this is... Like you said before, the women's division in FCW is is amazing, and it just keeps getting better. Uh, Molly has been has been killing it. Um, she's truly ta- like she's truly tested. Um, but yeah, Serena. I mean, she came back in her very first um, go at get reclaiming that belt. She took it, so it's going to be a very tough match either way. Um, and you might not always agree with Serena's methods, but hey, the the woman knows how to get it done. Like she's another one I wouldn't want to be in there with her because yeah <laughs> she she knows what she's doing. Like any woman on that roster should be should should be pretty worried because if they've got to go up against her, it's you're you're taking on a lot. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hard fight I think for both women. Um, again, it's we're getting to see a matchup of just two incredible wrestling talents. Just being able to go at it, and yeah, I am. I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be a pretty, um, yeah, this is going to be a pretty damn good challenge, uh, and a pretty damn good match. So yeah, may the best woman win, I guess. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. speaking of championship matches, we are going to go on to the junior heavyweight match, which is going to be Spike Tierney versus Grant McIver. Honestly, this match just kind of speaks for itself in a lot of ways. Like, Spike Tierney has done so much to prove that he deserves that belt. I have a lot of respect from. Don't get me wrong, I want that belt as well. I want to have that belt around my waist. I think Duke Two Belts has got our Two Belt Duke. Two Belt Duke has a great ring to it. So, I mean, like, I would do anything for a shot at that belt, but I can't think of anyone else other than maybe yourself, Nathan, that I would want it around the waist of than Spike Tierney. I think he's he's an immense talent. Um, he's done really well, and he is going to have his work, out, uh, his work cut out for him 
against Grant McIver. Yeah, no, um, like you say, I mean, I was in that match where where Spike won it. Um, I never got a chance to formally congratulate him after the match. I was going through a lot, and uh, I was I was guided. Um, so I mean, congratulations to Spike for getting the W that night. Um, I would, I mean, of course, I'm I'm never going to say no to a chance at that belt. Have you seen it? It's a gorgeous looking championship. Um, I would I would definitely. But the main the main story for this match to me is just the clash of styles. I mean, you've got Spike, who is a a bona fide high flyer, can do things in that ring that I can only dream of. And then you've got Grant MacGyver, who goes in and will just grapple you into submission. He can take you down with the best of them. He can wrestle with the best of them. You've really, he will do his best to ground Spike. And, you know, I'm, I'm here to see if he can do it. Because it, it's going to be such a... It, it's going to be that boxer versus wrestler style. It's it's going to be really exciting, I think. I mean, yeah, I think you're. It's kind of like it's air versus ground. It's like who can get the who can get the advantage? Is getting the high ground going to be the advantage, or as you said, are you just going to get grappled? Are you going to get taken down and made to stay down? And again, this is as I said, this is it's a clash of styles, and it's a clash that. I think is going to be definitely one of the most interesting matches that's going to be on this card. Yeah. Oh, that's it. I mean, you, you hear the old saying all the time, Styles makes fights and this this is one fight that I can't wait to see. Because I, I just I'm looking forward to see how each man like approaches it, how each of them look at their opponent, how it's just once you get in there and you start locking horns, it's, it only takes one mistake. And both of them have you. So it'll be really interesting to see where this one goes. And then maybe I can take on the winner. I don't know. Whatever, whatever Kev. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we, we, can, well, we can always do a rock, paper, scissors and decide amongst us who's uh, getting that next shot. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be up for that. The way that I see it, though, I mean, that, that being said, I mean, I like we've both had a fatal four-way against... Uh, Spike Tierney before, so we can maybe like uh, trade some advice to each other and then you know see what we can come up with. Uh, maybe get the other one over if we can't get to do it ourselves. I mean, maybe, but let's 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 focus on getting you know the belt on me. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I, I, you'd be a great you'd be a great second pick in my mind, Duke. But I mean, if we can get the belt on me, that'd be good, that'd be better. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll see we'll see what we can do. We'll, we'll see what we can do there. <laughs> so, um, before we get into the main event, uh, let's um let's have a look at another matchup that we've got, which is going to be Sebastian Asher versus Ian Ambrose. Um, the other piece of the yeah, puzzle. Uh, the other piece of the puzzle. The uh, the foil to the Mister Dicky Divers, his his kryptonite, his whatever Batman's a weak weak to poverty, I guess. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's again, I, I can't I I can't help but go back and think about what might happen with just those two being in the same building. Like I I don't want to sort of keep bringing it up, and it might just be an unfounded fear, but. I don't know. It feels weird for them to both be there and not 
not like you know going to clash with each other, but we're just going to have to see if if anything does come to a head in the show. But um, all I can say, that, all I can say is I'm glad that me and you are out doing commentary because I don't want to be backstage when them two are backstage. Because you hear any kind of clattering and banging, I can almost guarantee it's, go- it's them two going down. But I'd give the exact same advice to Ian as I would Ambrose. Yeah. If you have any hope in making it through this match, you do not want to be thinking about the, the other guy. Like Sebastian, he's he's not to be taken lightly. That's for sure. I mean, hell, we were we were supposed to take them on I mean, in that yeah, tournament. Sebastian, Mohammed, we were meant to take them. Yeah, I mean, like and the matchup that I was really looking forward to. It's like I'm so gutted that we never got to have that matchup. I'm genuinely, yeah, I was looking forward to going in and finally getting giving them a good scalping, like a good proper CNT. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's uh, I, I, but you're totally right. He's not like Sebastian is not somebody to be trifled with. Like, and I, I know that we can say a lot about Mark Hunter and. I know, even even a little bit about Omar Muhammad with his kind of arrogance and his propensity for flashiness, but Sebastian Asher knows what he is, and what he is is he's a tactician. He is wanting to go in and, again, he wants to dismantle you and humiliate you in front of everybody, and he'll do that to he'll do that to anyone. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out. It doesn't matter if you're a legend like Randy Valentine. He he does not care. He only cares about climbing to the top and pushing yeah. everyone else down as he does so. This is how they treated Randy. I mean, it rubbed me the wrong way as well as I'm sure it rubbed a lot of the guys in the back the wrong way. Um, and like this is it. He's a very dangerous man, but I mean, he's made all the more dangerous when. Your opponent, if 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 Ambrose doesn't have his eye on the ball, then Asher, the Glory Hunter, and Omar, like they they've got you. They'll they'll take they'll they will take any advantage they can get. Like it really doesn't matter to them. So, and yeah, I was I, I'm still gutted that we never got a chance to face them. And hey, now that we're tag team champs, I mean we were going to be in that tournament. Like it's it's definitely it's definitely a duo I would love to take on down the line, and you know give them a shot that they maybe feel they deserve. Um, but yeah, I just, I certainly don't want, I'm certainly looking forward to this, but Ambrose, you need to get, uh, you need to get your, your mind focused on Asher. Don't be going after, don't be thinking about divers. Don't be trying to think about any of that. Cause the second you do, you just fall straight into the glory hunters trap. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, keep your eyes on the prize. Uh, the same advice that we would give Dicky Divers as well, and make sure that yeah, you can come out on top. because uh, you're gonna need everything that you everything that you've got to make sure that Sebastian Asher does not uh play dirty like he likes to. Um right, so that leads us nicely into our main event of the night, which is gonna be UNG Mackey versus Zach Dynamite for the heavyweight belt. Uh I for one am incredibly excited for this. Um again, Foundation of the Future, they did fantastic in the tag tournament. Um I would have loved a chance to go up against them uh as we did at the start of our career, uh, especially since we've now 
you know, formed it in the tag team that we uh, that we are today. Um, but Zack Dynamite is one of the key reasons for that. He's you know he he's brought out the best in us in a lot of ways. Um, he is a fantastic wrestler, and I definitely think he's made the right call about making this a no holds barred match uh, against you and G Mackey because he's right in saying that the only way that you're going to beat UNG Mackey is to stoop down to UNG Mackey's level. Yeah, no, um, this is the this is the thing. Like, so I mean, again, for those that don't know, like me and me and Zach go back way back, um, and I like I go back with with the foundation. Um, like I don't know if it's much of a secret to be honest. Um, I came up with with them with them guys and the <laughs> Zach's mind for wrestling. Is, is like no other. The guy can go, but he can go with the best of them anyway. As soon as you start mentioning no holds barred, as soon as you start mentioning um, like just stooping to a level, you don't want to stoop to Zack Dynamite's like, I, I've seen the levels that he can stoop to. I've been in there. Like, the, he, there's no, there is no level. The, the ground is limitless for that man. So you and I mean, you need to bring everything you can because I'm just saying from experience, Zack Dynamite is a very, very dangerous opponent. And I mean, if I was to give a prediction, I don't know. He might he might have it for me, if I'm being 100% honest. I mean, I can definitely see why you'd, why you'd say that. I mean, like, as much as I don't want to go out to bat for him, um, you and G Mackey is someone that I've, worked a lot with is somebody who's taught me a lot as well and again seeing his mind for wrestling and what he his personal philosophy as well it's it's weird it's not just a sort of technical mind for wrestling he has an entire philosophy that a lot of wrestlers don't necessarily understand and that's what makes him very dangerous is his unpredictability it's the fact that he is he's playing 4D chess at all times. He is moving parts that we didn't know were there to begin with. And that's what sort of makes him more dangerous than anything. I mean, don't get me wrong. Zack Dynamite is going to be one hell of an opponent for you and G. Mackey. But I wouldn't write him straight off either because I again there is as dastardly as he is there's a reason he's the champ uh I hate saying that I say oh, that. oh hey hey you don't need to tell anybody about writing off you and G Mackey like I mean the guy he had my number the first time we fought um I'd like to say I had his the second time but although I came out the winner of that match, which I mean I'm I'm still kind of looking for my opportunity. But although although I came out the winner in that match, I got my head taken off by the big guy that was with him. So that's something that like Zach and any members of the foundation that might be there with him need to worry about. Now I don't know if the other members are going to be there, which could be a pivotal disadvantage for Zach. Um, but I mean, if it's no hold bars, then. He's he's definitely going to make up with it with a couple other friends in the form of weapons, but trust me, I know I know that Ewan can be just as a uh, just as conniving as the rest of them. Um, my head still hurts after that clothesline. 
Yeah, no, I I'm pretty sure that that rippled through your previous lives as well, and there's probably some knight in North Saxony who felt a, who got a concussion for like twelve days as a result of which. Um, I mean, yeah, I no, they, just just they, to be clear, I could feel that from halfway across the room. Yeah, I I went home, visited family, and my mum was in a neck brace. So, like that tells you all it needs to tell you. That big guy is no joke. Yeah. So if, if Zach can neutralize him, so, yeah, I mean, he... we saw we saw Bryden do it at the last show. Bryden went straight after him. If Zach can do the same thing, then he might be like. Then I think he's got a very very strong chance, and he's he's my pick. If I'm picking, he's my pick. If they've clued up and he can't get I past mean, him, I know who I... then I hope he's got the foundation with him because it, it's then at that point it might uh, it's probably going to Mackie. I, I honestly don't know. This one is uh, it's too hard for me to call. All I'm saying, straight one on one, I can't. I, mean, I can't bet against yeah. Zach. Yeah, no, that is uh, that is fair. I mean, we are just going to have to wait and see on the night to see who comes out on top, but. That, unfortunately, takes us to the end of the inaugural episode of the Fair City Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Nathan, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Um, It's been a lot of fun, uh, and it's been good to just sit and chat, and and you'll shoot a little bit. Um, So why don't you give everybody your socials and where they can find you? Uh, so I'm Nathan North on pretty much every platform. Nathan North or Nathan North 95, some variation. Uh, and then the North Star on Twitch. And you should definitely check it out because I game all kinds of funny stuff and I suck at gaming. So it's 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 the best of both worlds. Like <laughs> Nobody yeah, ever said that being a gamer meant you had to be a good gamer. I just want to point that out. <laughs> well, that was always my philosophy as well. I was, I was never that good. <laughs> Um, at the games that I play, but hey, I I attempt to anyway. I I make exactly. my best effort, but yes, yeah, so, <laughs> but yeah. But thank you very much for joining us today, and thank you everybody for listening to this episode. Uh, we really do appreciate, it and hope to see you all on the twenty sixth of May at the Tulloch Institute. Uh, you yes. can get your tickets on Eventbrite if you want to pre-order them. Uh, you can also give our Facebook page a message and we can direct you to any links that you want from there. But uh, I have been Duke Cannon and my guest has been Nathan North and you yep. have been fantastic. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time. See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>